Hello, 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 and happy holidays. Welcome to Start the Beat. Before we get into today's episode, I want to tell you about a show that is coming up in the Pittsburgh area on December 15th at Mr. Small's Theater. It is the Winter Wonder Ball featuring Back Alley Sound, Normal Creatures, Dream the Heavy, and Hemlock for Socrates. There's also going to be local crafts, local arts, local music. It's going to be a hoot. Tickets are only 15 bucks. You can actually get them directly through me and my band, Normal Creatures, who you may have noticed are playing, along with today's guests, Back Alley Sound, who are also playing. Again, tickets are only 15 bucks. You can get them from any of the bands that are playing, but it would be really cool if you got them through me personally. Screw everyone else. Buy the tickets through me. No, I'm just kidding about that. So I'm going to zip my lip and we're going to get into today's conversation with my friends in the band Back Alley Sound. Sit back, relax, and let's start the motherfuck. So, yeah, this is a podcast. Oh, sweet. So I guess it would probably be a pretty good idea if I did something like this. Hello and welcome to Start the Beat, the show where we highlight the past, present, and future of the Pittsburgh music scene. I am your host, Brian Sykes-Howe, and today we are sitting here with the one and only Back Alley Sound. Make some noise for the internet. Stop. Stop. Thank you so much for having Thank us. Thank you. That was genuine. Well, you know, we got Shark and Miles from Back Alley Sound to, I don't know how many fucking people are in your band right now. It fluctuates. Currently four and a half. Okay. Four, four and a half. So we'll say two, two, fourth, two fourths, half, half, <laughs> half Math. of Back Alley Sound is Math. in the building. That adds up. Tight. Well, thank you both for being here. Thanks for having us. Yeah, totally glad to have you. We are here today, not only in celebration of just general friendship and general creativity and peers and the Pittsburgh music scene, but also after a very, very long time, we are finally sharing a stage together again on December 15th at Mr. Small's Theater mm-hmm. yeah. for the Winter Wonder Ball with you me, Dream the Heavy, and Hemlock for Socrates. I'm really looking forward to this. Us too. It's going to yeah. be a good time. By me, I guess I should say normal creatures. It's not just me. It's part of them. <laughs> a lot of people haven't. A lot of people are still like, so what's Sykes and the New Violence been up to? I'm like, amateurs. I mean, we're still a band. We just changed the name, but it was during like the pandemic. So if you missed it, I guess that's fine. <laughs> there was like some other stuff going on. What are you referring to? That didn't work. What a buzzkill. <laughs> I will let it ride. I'm in. I was ready for it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just put it in later and just pretend like you heard it. Okay. Right, right. <laughs> Worth it. Worth the wait, I would say. All right. Good night, folks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so speaking of all of that in the weird time gap and things that have happened, I really haven't seen either of you gentlemen 
in probably like two years or so, which is kind of crazy to say. Jeez. Yeah, it has been that long. One, that is lot, yeah, I, I really don't know the last time I saw you guys. Genuinely. I think there was I some time there, at the fun house. Yeah, I was just going to say, I think I saw you fast. play a show yes, at the fun house. Yes, yeah. I do. And that was probably that. maybe like a, over a year ago now. Yeah. Was that show? Holy hell. I don't I, remember what we were doing. I, I genuinely th- only think about that show in reference to being like, oh, I saw Sykes there for a long time. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I swear. Yeah. I forget who that show was with. And I've, I'm so sorry. if that was We talked about anyway, the Mars Volta or something really fast. I and feel like, it was like, oh, I miss you. Miss you too. I don't think that there is a time that I don't see you miles and the Mars Volta isn't brought up. Oh, <laughs> holy shit. That's real. Yeah. <laughs> Although I missed their show and I was really fucking pissed. Yeah. I wasn't it. in town for it either. Ugh. So, Hey, what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some things, some things are meant to be. Some things are not meant to be true. So what has the band been up to in the past year or so? What have you guys been doing? <laughs> so we've been, I think the band has was forced to go through um, maturing through a lot of different aspects just because we had to go through maturing in our personal lives. So yeah. it would definitely like have changed like not only our like approach to things, but also like our perspective on things has changed a lot, which, you know, uh, I'd say is definitely more a good thing than a bad thing for sure. Yeah. Like it it seemed like once COVID kind of wrapped up and then we started getting back into the swing of things, we all had very drastic changes in our, in our personal lives. And it was a matter of kind of coming back home and being like, yeah, we love doing this, but we also have to account for, this drastic change. Mm -hmm, Totally. You know, one of the things that I always loved about you guys was just that, uh, you know, it was very obvious that there was this very like youthful, fuck it. Let's do it. Energy. (laughs) Everybody has more time than we should to just put into this. And it was always very much like, well, how long can that last? Mm -hmm. It's not sustainable, unfortunately. It doesn't matter what you're doing. There's going to be some kind of shift, whether it be family, career, anything. Yeah. Medical disaster, anything. Yeah. And I'm, you know, I'm happy to see, though, that through all of the necessary adulting that the band has decided or been obligated (laughs) to... uh, interact with or you know put into their lives that the band is still a band yeah totally Absolutely. yeah that was one thing that i think never really crossed anyone's mind as to like we're gonna s- stop the band it was more like everybody had a like a group understanding that like you know i'm probably not gonna be able to be there for like consistently for like onset of time and like it was it was always just a, a an acceptance about that just because like it was just so not on the table to like stop doing the band. I also like, I know probably everybody in the band just wouldn't have let that happen. Totally. Totally. You know, I I find that it's like, it's more common than it seems, you know, like with gray Walker, we've had like weird ups and downs where it's like, Oh, you know, somebody's moving or things like, and it's like all of a sudden it's like, we don't practice for like six weeks. Right. But it's like fine. 
you know? In a way, it's kind of cool because then you get back in the room yeah. and it's like like you've been there every day. And I know we have a lot of those moments where if we go a couple weeks without practicing, we come back in and all of a sudden we'll write for like three new ideas or we'll wrap up that thing that we were beating our heads into the wall over in two seconds. Mm-hmm. And it's it's cool how that works. Yeah, sometimes uh, a distance from things can really make you like reconfigure why you appreciate it so much. Yeah. Because like when you're in it all the time, you right. start to like... I mean, nobody should be doing anything all the time. And even if you're in something that you love, like a band or maybe you paint or you listen to music, like you can't engage with it all the time. Right. You start finding like all these little nitpicky things about it. You find all the making things, it fun. Everything that's wrong with it or everything yeah. that is not fun when it's supposed to be like the most enjoyable thing that you can do or the most creative outlet that you can have. Yeah. And like when like it is when you like treat it like it's your whole life, then you end up not having any like life to channel into it, mm. which I think uh, like we were just like a lot more like like it's got to be do or die just because like like that's how serious we take it. But like we don't have to like taking it seriously and it being do or die are not mutually exclusive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. So, like, we can still take it seriously, but, like, we don't, like, it doesn't have to be everything. And when you, like, kind of, like, when that clicks, and then you start taking in everything else that you were, like, kind of, like, shielding out because you have, like, tunnel vision, you start just seeing it differently because you're seeing, like, just, like, a bigger view of it. Right. Mm-hmm. I think everybody was kind of forced out of, if they were in that do-or-die mentality, um, the break and you know, a lot of terrible things came out of COVID. No one's going to sit here and say that it didn't, but you know, artists definitely experienced having that taken from them completely where it wasn't a choice. You know, you had what, two or three years where even if you wanted to, you couldn't, you know, and it's, it's wild to see how that's come back. Yeah. It definitely changed the like landscape on a local level for sure. I mean, that's all that we know, but like it definitely like just, after COVID came definitely not only because of that, but because of everything else just changed how we just approached all of it. Yeah. yeah. You know, the one thing that I always really liked about what you guys were doing in like a pre COVID world was it seemed like there was a lot of by any means necessary sort of like, fuck it. Like if there's a room, we got a PA, we'll make a show happen. We right. don't care if, totally. if it's in the fucking grass, if it's right. in the back of like a, <laughs> like a, our buddy's skate shop or who knows, you know I mean? You'll do right. it and make it a party. Right. Mm-hmm. Do you find that you're still able to do stuff like that in a, in a post COVID world? We, or has it been like harder? We definitely did it l- less just because like, we're just trying to f- f- focus on other things, but that's actually been in like the like the general conversation of the band is like kind of getting back to that just because like just because it was fun yeah. and like they like shows like aren't like the like offers aren't like as frequent because it doesn't seem like they really happen too much anymore or right. or as much I should say. It it seems like a lot of things kind of not fell into our lap, but a lot of random places. We're just like, hey, we're going to do this. And I mean, how many times did we do like any kind of like first Fridays? Yeah, there, and there was a year just- that we did, I think it was 30 
six like weekends out of like 52 we had shows which was like we were like that was our second year as a band so we just took everything yeah just because like it really like we really grinded our teeth on like a stage Mm -hmm. yeah i just don't think that like from my perspective you know with Grey Walker, it's a little bit easier in like the heavy metal community to get shows just because there's more bands that are doing that. Right. But with like normal creatures, that's a band that lines a lot more with back alley sound. Totally. Where there isn't like a scene for us. Like we can kind of fit on any bill. Yeah. But also people aren't always reaching out to ask us to play right. shows. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. like they want to get they want a show that makes sense for them. Right. 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 So you kind of have to make the opportunities happen for yourself in a way, Absolutely. you know, now with normal creatures, like us being able to play shows again, cause we hadn't for a while just cause we were like writing new songs and getting a drummer on board and all that stuff. Now we're ready to go. Right. As I already said, we're playing <laughs> that show together, but you know, I'm, I'm looking around like, you know, okay. Like we played a show, one show in July, one show a couple weeks ago at the end of October, we're gonna have this one show in December. So it's like one show every other month. Yeah. It's like, I want to play a little bit more than that. Right. I don't want to do 36 weekends out of a year. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? But it's like, I'm looking around. It's like, I don't even know where the opportunities are. Like yeah. what makes sense for me. And you know, another issue that I have, and maybe I don't know if you guys are there yet, but as I've found myself maturing, there's like some situations that like I just don't want to be in anymore because it's the bullshit like yeah, I don't right. like I don't I mentioned that you know you guys like hey we'll bring a fucking PA and play anywhere <laughs> like I don't want to drag a fucking PA anywhere anymore I don't want to do that you know it's, I prefer to play on like a, a, like an actual stage right. in an actual venue not to sound like a diva we're, we're a little more selective as well nowadays yeah. like yeah that is a lot of work and not that you know when it's the right thing it's like fuck yeah we'll do it sure but yeah there's times where yeah you don't want to drag everything set it all up hope that everything goes well and you know it's it's some work it's stressful too and it's like really hard you know to like i don't know i find that i want people that have never like seen my band before or maybe they have seen us before like i want people to like take it seriously yeah and like i think sometimes it's hard when you're playing like like a like a diy pop-up show if people just show up they're just right. like, oh, this is just like a DIY <laughs> band, and like, not that there's anything wrong with that, no. but I want to be like, I, I like, I want, I want people to know that like what I'm doing is serious. Well, and you we just p- put like, yeah. like we y- put so much time and work into this. You guys do the same fucking thing. We're yeah. rehearsing all the fucking time, writing these songs, and it's just like I feel like I deserve better than this. Maybe like I want right. people to know that it is something big. Right. It just sucks sometimes. Well, it's just like why put all the time and like energy, creativity into the like production of it like you especially if like you're not even gonna like really take it in like it's just like it's this experience that you're like trying to like curate and when like they're just like when it's just like something in the room just like i don't know yeah like i do totally get where yeah it's but but it's hard though because it's like again it's like you just gotta make we have to like make these things happen for ourselves there's no they're like again people not many people are like reaching out on a local level right and it's even harder sometimes when like if I try to like reach outside of our circle because it's like there's no communities for the type of stuff that I'm doing. I get it. You know? Mm-hmm. And also like I'm a little bit older too. And like the band's older and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm. But it's like where are the 
how do you find like communities? There aren't communities. Like as you like get older, the community starts to get smaller and smaller unless you want to play like shows with younger people all the time, which I don't have a problem with or like, but it's hard. A very dedicated sound, but we like, there's a lot of genre blending going on. So like, you know, we're too such and such for this crowd to so and so for that crowd. So like, yeah, that definitely, uh, I, it makes me feel better, honestly, just because like, I'm like, okay, well, like at least like, like I'm not trying to, like, I'm not being unauthentic. I'm not trying to cater totally to to, like a crowd. And like, at least I know that like, I'm doing something not different. It it isn't the right word, but like, I'm taking like some kind of like risk that like, I get like, like, I like when people like, come and see it in the room. Like, it's just different. Like, and I, like, I can see it in, like, people's faces. It's just, like, when they, like, come and see it, because, like, on paper, like, I do get why, like, we can't get, like, a real solid crowd. <laughs> <laughs> like, or at least, like, like a dedicated genre kind of crowd where right. there's, like, a scene for it. Sure, yeah. Yeah, like, the, the people that they come to see us and are dedicated, they... They see oh, the yeah, whole totally. thing. They totally know? get it. And like, but it's, so like, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, it's great to see people and like, granted, like, of course, like not everybody's going to like, oh, we do totally fine. But to see people when it clicks for them and it's like, oh, I get what they're doing. Mm-hmm. That's sweet. Like, yeah. And, and that's what totally makes it work. Well, I think, it. That, you know, it works for you guys because like you are a live band and you're a very good live band and you're good at what you do. Sure. And, you know, I feel confident about my band as well. Totally. And yeah, it's just like, should. but the thing is like, you got to get on a stage and then people see it and it's like, oh, it makes sense. Right. Whereas like, you know, it's like I come from this background between having like normal creatures and having Greywalker where it's like Greywalker. It's just like, hey, we're a melodic death metal band from Pittsburgh <laughs> looking for a show. People yeah. are like, oh, sweet. I know what that is. Yeah, totally. Right. Book you. Right. You see. And then, like, when it's like, oh, hey, we're uh, kind of, kind of rap rock, kind of new metal, kind of, in, kind of an electronic band from it, Pittsburgh. People are like, what are you saying to me? It's tough right. when you see that, like, written down, <laughs> when, as opposed to when you actually see it and you're like, okay, it's not X, Y, and Z. You well, know, you could take just rap and rock and a band and think of the stereotypical limp biscuits or, you uh-huh. know, certain, certain aspects of things. First of all, we are very limp biscuit esque. <laughs> Shouts out to Fred Durst. I, 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 West Borland, man. Yeah. I, I like to tell people that like, um, that like, um, that like we do stuff that sounds more like Lincoln park, but has a limp biscuit attitude. Hell yeah. But not the sound, really. No, I don't know right. what the fuck we sound like. No, I don't. No, I could see. Why I don't really think we sound like either band. No, honestly, we definitely don't sound like, like <laughs> biscuit. I was totally kidding, yeah. but I would. But, but 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 because of what we do, I get why. Especially on paper, people would be like, "That's what it sounds like." Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I love. It. it hasn't happened in a while. Maybe just because we haven't really been playing so many shows. But I remember when Sykes and New Violence was playing a lot there would always be like some older guy that would come up after a show and be like, you, you ever, you remember rage against the machine? <laughs> like, so like no, never heard of him. Like, 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 yeah, yeah. Paul or whatever your <laughs> name is. Like I remember rage against the machine. I mean, it's like, it's like a positive thing, but yeah, it's like, yeah. The, the thing that's interesting is like a lot of people that, um, 
that maybe just don't listen to a lot of music. Yeah. You know, like that's what they know. You know, like they, like they, like they have to try to relate something to everything instead of just letting it be its own thing. And it's, at least there's a positive note in that. And that that's that person's way of connecting, you know, even if it is okay. Oh man, you guys are like Lincoln park or whatever. Even if that's really far off base, at least they're, you know, that they're taking your art in. Sure. And they're not sitting there going, oh, well, fuck this shit or whatever it, it may be. And it, it's also really interesting when somebody says like, oh, hey, like, yeah, that reminds me of Linkin Park or Age Against the Machine. It's, it's like, like, really? It's like, wow, people still listen to the radio? <laughs> like, that's, like, 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 I feel like that's what that is. Those are people who just still listen to the radio. Yeah. And it's like what they that's hear. Which, hey, shout outs to the radio. Oh, I, yeah. I, I wish we had. I mean, actually, we have a pretty decent radio situation in Pittsburgh. Some other cities oh, are different. No, yeah. It's very cool. Yeah. They, 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 at they, least in terms of rock, I mean, I don't know. I know that like gray Walker's gotten some love from the X and I know like some other bands like DVE is pretty good with like the bands that are more along the lines of like the common heart or like the right. Buffalo roses and all right. of that. Like, you know, but the, they the, do the indie friendly. They still stuff. support local music, yeah, still local is, music regardless yeah. of genre. Yeah, yeah totally. I mean, hell, the Common Heart, they've been going strong for a really long time. And yeah. It's cool that they have that radio appreciation. Yeah, definitely. You guys get any radio love? That's uh, so, the, like, I was talking your shit. No, I'm not <laughs> talking shit. I'm <laughs> not talking shit because I do get it. But, like, yeah. I was going to say, like, they do support local music totally. But when something comes across as kind of experimental, they're like, no thanks. Or it's got to be bananas. Well, the other like, <laughs> the other issue at hand is even if it's just once, a lot of our songs don't clear um, being explicit or not explicit. So <laughs> that that becomes a tough. Uh, Eat my shorts, if, America. If, if you go down even just our Spotify playlist, you'll be like, oh, there's one. Uh, the next batch of songs we have, I think we have a couple that will clear. So I, we might change that. I have radio been trying to make aspect. a conscious effort to not, not that I avoid swearing because I definitely still curse in songs, but trying not to like, like approaching just saying it differently. Not that I have any problem with cursing. Not that I don't think it's a good tool. I, it definitely is great for emotion, but I've just been trying to like just not do it as much sure also because like i'll show a song to my dad and he'll be like why do you gotta curse so much (laughs) did you hear anything else it's not even a lot though like through the majority of yeah i was gonna say like you know like i can't say that i'm like intimately familiar with all your music but but i don't remember it being no very explicit but it's not but i'm saying just because it is so like it's still not radio friendly. I, I don't. You like, say it one time, and that's it. You've you no longer clear that that standard. So. Well, I was gonna say like I don't think it's like our music is like strange, but like I did forget what I was gonna say. <laughs> Shoot. Uh. Well, it, it's just pass. interesting that there isn't like a real place for. I don't want to say a place for individuality because individuality is different from every creator, but there is still like an interesting threshold where stuff like back alley sound or normal creatures, like it can't, there's no like mainstream pocket for it right now. Like there isn't like a radio station that might be willing to take a chance on it. Right. Or like when you try to explain it to somebody, it's like, 
I can't put it into one sentence where it's like a genuine expression of what the music is. It's like we're a live band. Yeah. Mm. You know, there's, 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 there's guitars. Sometimes there's, there's, there's sometimes there's pretty singing. Sometimes there's angry yelling. (laughs) Sometimes it's loud. Sometimes it's quiet. Well, sometimes that's how you, I mean, that's how you have to take in art in general. You know, you don't take it at face value as it's this or it's that. Sometimes the beautiful part of it is taking it in and seeing the different parts of it and being like, Oh, I appreciate it for what it is. A lot of times people don't have that, uh, mentality, but I know we as artists do. Yeah. So I remember that I was going to say, and it ties <laughs> in that not that I think that our music is strange, but I've been wanting to not curse because I don't want there to be a, a deterrent from you taking it in. And like, like how, like you just hear the cursing and you're like, ah, it's like, it's, it's just not my thing. And like, not that again, I don't think there's any problem cursing. I still curse in plenty of our songs, but I was just trying to write more songs where it's like, there's no like blocks. Like I just want you to take it in. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah. I find that sometimes from like a, a lyrical perspective, I like catch myself trying not to swear. Cause sometimes I find that like, it's like, a, a cheap way to fill like a syllable gap that I need. Cause I always, I, I always think about like, um, when I'm like writing lyrics for songs, if it's like something that's going to be more like rap, I'm like always trying to figure out what the rhythm is going to be and mm-hmm. then finding words to fit the rhythm. And like, sometimes it is so easy to just be like, damn, like, it really ain't that serious, but if I said something was fucking something instead of something was just something, <laughs> right. I could use those extra two syllables. Right, and, and right. It, it, like it, it's a tool. So it's just like, like just do you want to use that tool or do you want to sharpen another tool? Yeah. And I've just been trying to like just be more like onto other tools. What a terrible analogy. <laughs> I'll show myself out. You were, you, were, you were right there. You got it. I yeah. mean, we kind of landed, but... I'm just disappointed. <laughs> well, you know, the interesting thing too about your band to talk more about back alley sound. And I'm sure we've talked about this before on our, Oh no, Jafar fell. Jafar. I forgot. Jeffrey's. I forgot. Jeffrey was there. Jafar's. Sorry, Jeffrey. <laughs> I blew it. Um, to, oh my God. What was I saying? So the interesting thing about, you know, back alley sound is just all of the influence from the different people that have like, come and gone in the band throughout the years and the career that all come into one thing because like, you know, like miles on the surface, I feel like I could probably sit and talk with you. Like if I had never met you before, right. And just like, what kind of music do you like? You know? And we sat down and chatted for an hour. We could talk about it. I might not expect the, the band, like a band that you play in to sound like back alley sound, but also it makes sense at the same time. Yeah, Yeah. Right. So like, you know, musically, like, you know, where do you see like, like how are you pulling in your influences into this? And are some of these like left field influences in your guitar playing? Um, what's actually ruining back alley sound and not making you mainstream acceptable? <laughs> that is exactly what it is. You it's know, all your fault, Ma- the, the space noise and the multi layer tracking is what fucking ruined it all. It's Miles dragging but- his heel and recording process because we needed to get that. Sp- Bass sound, just a little bit spacey. Right. No, no, but it is honestly it, worth it. It is a really fun balance because like when you're heavily influenced by certain things, then in the aspect of a group, you have to figure out, okay, this works and this is just 
that was an idea. It didn't work. Totally. And there's times where some of the things that I'll put together, I think are way too far out of left field and it'll be the thing that sticks. And that makes me really happy. And then sometimes the really structured things don't fit. It all depends on, you know, the, what the song calls for. And that's part of maturing as a musician is sometimes you get way over the top in an idea and you, at the end of the day, it's like, well, it doesn't serve the song. Yeah. And that's, that's been a fun process. It's, I think out. it's interesting for people that, you know, especially like guitar players um, that are very into the effects and the layers and very much like the guitar, you know, it's a, it's a star in its own right, but it's not the only thing happening in the yeah, song. Yeah. And when you're dealing with something that's very lyrical, like you need to have space for right. everything to breathe. Right. Otherwise it's just absolute chaos, yeah. right? You're, you're pulling people's ear. Yeah. Now they can't understand the, the focal point of, you know, the lyrics or they can't hear the drums because there's 17 fucking tracks <laughs> on top of what was going on. You, you know, know, I'm really curious, um, like what the two of you, may have like learned from each other or been exposed to over the years. Like shark, is there like any music that you weren't really aware of that maybe like, like, you know, miles could have maybe brought into your world, like things that you were exposed to. I or- feel like miles and me had crossovers more that would just like appear. That was just like, cause f- fun fact, back alley sound was actually started by m- me and miles in his room was which mm-hmm. we just started in his closet anyway <laughs> but like <laughs> good night folks uh, <laughs> uh no so we uh like so like black milk like yeah when we found out that like that was like something that like because like not a lot of people know who black milk is they like, should they should they absolutely should but uh like finding that kind of crossover seeing the sounds that like we both liked and then, like, uh, more, like, it was less the – he had less of an influence, I'd say, on the, like, on some, like, he just really put into perspective how, how to, like, approach stuff. Like, just, like, just, like, keep going. Like, like Aww. with, like, like, structure and, like, putting, like – like so, like music to like yeah like together, where, where yeah. it's just like just like throw it out there like just see like yeah like you're not gonna like get anything done if you don't do something sure I imagine too like kind of like more of like a um like a jamming perspective whereas like if you're like approaching things like I'm assuming like so like the worlds that kind of crossed here are like like the hip hop and the rock worlds mm-hmm. right where when you're like writing like lyrics and thinking of hip hop it's very those songs aren't generally structured or come out of like just jamming and riffing right it's like very like oh like put together a loop loop the loop right. and work off of that yeah. right. whereas when you start introducing like organic instruments i mean you could still loop i know you're right. I'm, we're, we, we, i know <laughs> little loopy boy over here i get loopy it boy. but you know like still like you know, you can come up with just like really random fluid ideas yeah. and be a lot more organic and change things on the spot where it's a little bit harder to do that when you're working all like electronic on like a beat or something like that. Right. Yeah. It's it's kind of cool how our process has worked out because I feel like a lot of times we find more common ground than 
we realize. Like totally. even you could, there are certain things like he'll be listening to an album, and I'll be listening to that same album at work, and we'll be like, oh yeah, we're listening to this. But it just so like happens that mm. we both like found this thing. Like like that's what I was trying to say. Like like, tur- like black milk was like yeah. yeah. I didn't know anybody who knew black milk, and then yeah. we just so happened to like both like black milk. I, I so would so cool. I wouldn't say it's the only reason. It's one of many reasons of why Back Alley Sound started, but Black Milk with a full band when I saw them at Spirit changed my whole my whole concept of what like rap, R and B, hip hop could be in a full band setting. Yeah. And seeing that I was like, fuck yeah, now I get it. And yeah. Yeah, I always cause I saw same kind of thing, but I saw Childish Cambino like early days. He had a band. And I was like, that, that's it. Like, that is it. And I was like, yeah. if if I'm going to rap, then I'm going to have a band. And then Back Alley Sound just kind of happened, like, years later, almost, like, f- five or six years. Like, after that show, I was just like, it just happened. And you got to just jump on it. But, like, I, I always knew it was a band or I'm not doing it. Mm. Super interesting. I find that, you know, I started – just like by myself rapping on stage with an iPod playing the backtracks. Mm-hmm. And that's obviously evolved over the years. And there was a point when it got to me having a band and then like I was juggling, I would play some shows with a band and some shows solo. Yeah. And like, I absolutely hated playing solo shows after I had the band mm-hmm. It never bothered me beforehand. But right. like once I had that little taste of what it was like to have the band on stage with me, I was like, I fuck. It's so hard to go back to this now. There is a big dynamic change. Like you can do it as a solo artist. Like you can sit there with an MPC live and do everything. And I know you have all the toys that if anyone was going to do it, it would be you. Yeah. I mean, I've started doing some solo shows again. It's fun, but it's ain't the same. Even just live. (laughs) I bet that rules. Even just live drums behind an artist. It's like, fuck now. It, it just gives you an edge over the crowd, over your energy. You have more to pull through, you know, it's yeah. And like, I find too, it's like, I, I'm very much into, uh, production and I like, I like to give people a show when I can. Yeah. And it's really hard to give people a show when it's just you, you know, I like that, you know, like, I have a band with talented musicians and like people don't have to look at me all the time. They can look <laughs> at the people playing the drums or the guitar or the bass or, you know, yeah. it doesn't, it, it's not all me. I just, it's like, I get like way too in my head about things. Well, I don't want people to look at me all the time. I definitely think people also subconsciously too, like it becomes when you have a band as a rapper or somebody who raps to have a band, like it makes it less about you as a performer and more about the songs being performed. Yeah. Which, like, I, like, I just, like, I, the, like, pass. <laughs> I was going to talk shit. I don't want to talk shit. Okay. Uh, you know, I find that the thing that is really hard or that is always, it's not hard. It's fine. I can deal with it. But it's annoyed me over the years where it's like, you know, I understand that there are plenty of people that rap that like don't produce their own tracks. 
Mm. So when people were seeing them perform, it's actually probably more common for people to either just rap on top of beats that friends have produced or beats that they've paid for or beats that they've just ripped offline, whatever it's, it is what it is. Mm. It's fine. But like I produce all my own stuff and I never want to explicitly say like, Oh, Hey, by the way, all of this background (laughs) music that you're hearing, I made too. It's mine. But it's like, you know, it's like, I don't want to say that, but I always wondered too. I know like a lot of people just be like, Oh, like, just the rapper guy. Like yeah. it's always been the case where like people would ask me like who makes your beats or where do you get your stuff? I was like, I make them. They're like, Oh, I didn't realize that. It's like, yeah, that's, that's, I do all this shit. Yeah. That is strange. Cause I like literally never got the impression that like it wasn't all you even before that. Like I was, it was like confirmed. It was all you. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's a lot, of, a lot of people perspective is not seen that. Yeah. I mean, maybe, you know, I think that I don't know what it is. I don't know. We can never know. Yeah, you can know you 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 can't control what like another person how another person interprets or perceives your art. Yeah, or yeah. your music. Absolutely not. You know, like it's it's completely out of your hands. Right. You know, so fuck it. Why bother worrying about it? <laughs> totally. You know. So right now with Back Alley Sound, heard of it. And you're in your four and a half piece band. <laughs> four and a half. Um, what are you up to? You writing songs? Yeah. So we've been sitting on a bunch of songs for a while that we were like. Okay. So that hasn't changed. No. No. Absolutely <laughs> not. Please. But. At least some of them are finished. But now. <laughs> but that's, that goes back to our very early conversation about maturing. Now that we have matured as adults. We can, we have a very more realistic approach to getting these songs executed. So we have started uh, recording. We have songs coming out very soon. We have more. But we're thinking of like putting a project out in parts, just because sure. like it one it keeps us on like a schedule and it just it just feels more like digestible that way. Yeah, I mean, I find that like. I'm I'm an old school guy and I love albums. Like I'll I'm the type of person I will listen to an album. Same. Yeah. But I also know the reality of the situation where I've released plenty of albums over the years. And it's always like, you know, those first few tracks yeah, got the right, plays. Right. And then it's like it dies out. And like, yeah. you know, the the pessimist could be like, oh well, they thought this was whack. The realist in me is like, oh, well, their drive was probably only 20 minutes, and then they went to the grocery store and and forgot (laughs) they didn't put it back on. They've got so much shit to do. Yeah. They've got so many things to do. If they can get through an album, that's great, but like, people just don't have the one, the time, or the the attention span anymore. Yeah, it's like us us even expecting people to take an hour to listen to this whole podcast is insane. Right. It's so (laughs) crazy. But if you're here this far- you are you Thanks are for hanging out. fucking head with <laughs> yeah. my camera. You're dumb. <laughs> Get a job, hippie. Um, uh, you know, uh, but yeah, there's just it's with that being said, I think uh as much as I I don't know what I'm gonna do with this normal creatures record because we we got a whole record written and we're gonna start recording it. And sick. I don't know if I want to do it how I want to like release it to the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I had this idea of like maybe what I'll do the way that it's released digitally and the way it's released in the real world are just two different things. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's cool. Where it's like, hey, you know, maybe like 
you can get this entire album. Like you can buy a vinyl. It has the whole fucking record. If you want to hear the whole fucking record, you could buy it now. Yeah. Or I'm just going to release the song one by one for the next 10 months online. That's right. a really good you idea. Know? And that's very cool. Yeah. Cause there are, like, they're almost like two different worlds anyways. Right. Right. You know, it's like, it is with algorithms may, and everything. Like if you put out a full project, most of the time, people won't take the entire time to listen to the whole thing front to back. No, but you know, yeah, a large amount of people don't listen to albums front to back. And that's, you know, that's just the world we live in right now. We're thinking like chunks of doing it as like an EP every couple of months to be like, here's three songs, go out and live your life. (laughs) We'll be back with, three more songs yeah. yeah i think the thing that is this like i hate how messy it looks on a digital perspective where it's like i don't want somebody to go onto my normal creature spotify and just see like 10 singles yeah right i want to be a little bit more cohesive right but it, i'm probably the only fucking person that's thinking like that <laughs> no, you know? no no not at all dude. and also <laughs> i i fucking like i hate when like if i'm like on like my like spotify release radar it's such a pet peeve of mine when like Oh, an artist I've never heard of shows up and I'm like, this song is sick. And then I go on their page and it's just like that one song yeah. and then one other song that they released like six months ago. <laughs> I'm like, damn, like I wanted to hear some stuff. Like right, I, right. I want to hear a whole album. And I also hate it when like an artist that I follow, like drop singles and I'm like, okay, cool. Can't wait for the album. And another one can't wait for the album. Can't right. wait for the album. And then by the time the album comes out, I'm like, Oh, I've actually heard half of this right. album already. Right. There's just actually just a few new songs. It kind of like the buzz kill of totally. Like, yeah. I like hearing like a whole chunk of new music from an artist that I really like. So yeah. I don't know, but as like the way that like, we're, we're all real artists, I suppose. But the way that like <laughs> jealous, the, <laughs> the way that like big artists operate and the way that like, you know, bands like us who are like, you know, we're still like kind of working from the ground up. The way that people interact with our music is going to be different than the way people interact with like the Mars Volta or like, right. you know, another one of our like big favorite bands. Right. Yeah. Like I can the wiggles. Yes, the wiggles. Totally. <laughs> you know, like I, I know that there are people that fuck with what I do, people that will support me, yeah. but there's not like a, a mountain of people knocking down my door. Like they're like, I need to hear the new album now. Right. I'm sure people are going to be excited to hear it, but they might be excited to listen to two or three songs at a time. Maybe yeah. not 10. So I think the, your, you know, your approach ain't bad. My approach, there's no really, there's no right there's or no, wrong way to no do right that. Everything is different now. There are yeah. no rules. We're done. The rules are gone. <laughs> but hopefully, uh, just, just do something and and just pray it works. Yeah, I think that like most importantly too, the thing to always remember is just to make sure that the music's actually good. Yeah, totally. It's well, really, it's really, it's so easy to get caught up in like all of the other bullshit that sometimes it's like, oh yeah, like. I spent so much time thinking about like, what's the, what's, what's the album cover going to be? How are we going to release it? How are people going to hear it? And it's like, Oh, I haven't actually been thinking about the song that much, (laughs) you know, the most important part. That's what always gives me comfort in like all of it is like, it's like, especially with the new stuff. Like I genuinely love it. And like, I'm like, even take like, pride out of it like i just i really like it so like that's what always like even i'm like ah like this kind of like like i wish that like we had like this or that it's still just like dude like 
like, even if it doesn't happen, which is totally fine. It's just like, at least you like what you do. Yeah. Like genuinely like it. I think that like, I think that honestly, like that's kind of the, the hidden key, you know, um, there's always this, like people are looking for, I don't want to say like a cheat code, but they're like, you know, what is like the secret to success? And I think a lot of it is just like having so much love and confidence in what you do and being able to like show that in the art to other people because nobody wants to interact with something that they think is like fake or they think that other people don't enjoy, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's like people, uh, what's the, 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 the phrase, like, it's like, a people are, there's some sort of like stupid, like, you know, like inspirational quote type meme phase thing. But like people are like attracted to uh, confidence, I guess in yeah. some way. Yeah. Well, and like, it, like if you're not like having fun and like enjoying it, why should I <laughs> like, and, and that kind of clicked for me. Like I even look back at like early back alley sound days and it was like, just like, like, why are you trying so hard? Like it's just, or like not like in a sense of like trying to like, like convey this like thing that's just like who cares dude yeah i think that's been a (laughs) i think that's been a fun part of our writing process like we have a couple new songs that are very they're structured but there's not a weight of things we've done previously like it's just fresh ideas and different styles and different approaches. And it's like, wow, this is really cool. Cause we're not forced into writing the way we've written before, you yeah. know, and the position we've kind of found ourselves in is just that of, you know, don't put too much weight on it and you'll get something so much more organic and fresh and inspiring. And it's been, it's been really cool. Um, we do have, we have three songs that one of them, can I say we'll possibly be out by the by the small show? We're trying. Lord we're knows we're yeah. trying. We just have to get it mastered. Mm. Yeah, I'm trying to drop a creatures track before that show too. Are you? Hell yeah. yeah. All right. Very well, cool. yeah, we were we were it's so on. close to finishing recording it, but Evan's quad cortex shit the bed. Oh, oh. yeah. First off, shout out to quad cortex. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a Kemper uses, but I've wanted. It, yeah, the quad cortex is pretty fucking cool. It is really cool, but it's definitely temperamental. Just a firmware yeah. issue. Yeah. 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 Um, but hopefully. We'll have that back soon, and we'll get the get the guitars <laughs> tracked. I mean, everything else is pretty close. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like one of those things where it's like we don't even really need to. We have like guitar tracks that are recorded, but right. we just, you know we're gonna, we're gonna freshen it up. A yeah. Bit, yeah, right. You know. Uh, so yeah. Anyways, long story short, maybe we'll both have something out. Wouldn't Check yes, cool? Juliet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> so. Um, Again, the uh, that show for anybody that came in late. That's not how podcasts work. But if anybody <laughs> came in late, <laughs> for anyone who skipped to fifty-eight minutes, yeah, yeah it's uh, December fifteenth. Back alley sound, normal creatures, dream the heavy hemlock for Socrates, along with a bunch of local vendors and whatnot, mm-hmm. all that sort of stuff. The Winter Wonderball, Mister Small's Theater. Hit uh, us up, normal creatures for tickets. Don't buy tickets from Back Alley Sound. Do not. <laughs> we will. <They're> fake. <laughs> we will we'll use it on un- 
healthy food and <laughs> marijuana. Don't do it. So, you know, aside from all of the band things, what have the two of you been up to in your personal lives? Staying out of trouble? Staying yeah. out of trouble. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Any other creative endeavors going on outside of back alley sound for either of you guys? No, just writing. Just writing. No. Uh, adulting. I'm running an electrical business. Mm. And I kind of live on a farm now. Hell yeah. Much different from the South Side life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So how's that change been for you? Uh probably the most peaceful transition ever. You know, there was a lot of craziness for a lot of years. And having, you know, silence away from commotion with mm. a great partner, a great family, you know, has, has been really healthy. Hell yeah. And just life-saving. Do you find that you're able to focus more time on guitar stuff now? Or do you do a little bit less because of just life? I think it's a little less, but the time that is there is a lot more like the reason why I set out to make music as opposed to there were a lot of years of a rat race of playing musics and in 10 projects yeah. and chasing certain things that it's like you were split up or I was split up so much that it was like giving 10% to all these things as opposed to honing it back and being like, well, this is why I love this. And now when I sit down and I write, I'm like, not putting pressure on it, just playing. And yeah. it, it comes out a lot more. I, I find myself writing things that I'm much more proud of. Hell yeah. 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 Shark, what are you different. what are you up to these days? How how what's your writing process like if you're not like if you're mo you, so you're only only back alley sound. There's never gonna only be a, back never gonna sound. be a solo album. No, <laughs> probably not. I well just because like I wouldn't know like if I ever did a solo album I would hit up everybody in, in in Back Alley Sound to help me do it. And then it's a Back Alley Sound album. So what am I going to do? It's basically like the, the, the Haley Williams solo album is basically a Paramore right, album if you like, read the liner notes. So it's just like, you know, like, and it's like, I like, there's nothing that like, I want separated from like Back Alley Sound. Like, it's just like, I don't have anything to say as a solo artist that I wouldn't say as a member of Back Alley Sound. Sure. I find that that's like the hardest thing about like me trying to do solo music. Like I found that I put together like the solo record over the last year and it was really easy for me to do because um, I was out of town so much. I just did it out of boredom. Mm -hmm. Really. I just needed something to fucking do like while I was like off work and stuff. And like, but like, I was like, I don't really know like, what to like write about it it also gets harder like you know because i have like gray walker and normal creatures and it's like okay what the fuck am i gonna write about <laughs> and like it, it's like you know like because like i don't want to write the same song over and over again right but like also like i'm in like a fortunate position where it's like things are like fine right now yeah i don't yeah. really have like the uh the, uh, that, 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 that young angst, angst to tap gone, into right. anymore, yeah, you know? I get you. I know what you're saying. But, like, there is, like, the, the music that I that I make has, you know, an attitude to totally. it. Totally. Like, there, there is, like, emotion in it. It isn't yeah. this, like, 
like I got like bars. It's like, no, like I have like, like a subject matter Feelings. and like uh -huh. a right emotion behind <laughs> it. Yeah. But it's just like, things are like fine. I don't know. Maybe that's like what I just need to tap into that. Maybe you'd be like, like things are fine. I bought a nice couch. That's kind of what like I'm catching up on old TV shows. That's on what Amazon you got to dive into, you know, <laughs> totally. Well, like we like, cause that's was part of our like maturing process too. At least for me, it's like finding things to write about that were less about what I was going through and more about like what I go through that like, like people go through, like I'm trying to, to like, to like generalize it m more, still be like, like, like honest about it, but like, and like, and personal, but I'm, I'm just trying to like talk about more like broader stuff. Like I'm trying to talk about the world instead of like bring you into like my world. Yeah. There's like a very fine line between like, you know, you don't want to, write things that are so broad that it's just like boring. Totally. But also if you make things that are like too personal, it's like uncomfortable for right. people to listen to. Right. And I've been very fucking guilty of that. <laughs> I've been incredibly guilty of that. I, I definitely like, like definitely like have not put out stuff just because it's like, I don't know, just like there's like stuff I have or, or like even when like I'll like write a verse where it's like just like a bunch of like bars and it's like, fuck them. They suck. I'm the fucking man. <laughs> and then like, I, I like zoom out and it's like, this is bananas. <laughs> Who is this for? Who That's hurt like, you? Exactly. Who are you like, mad at? Right. Where it's just like, okay, this is a thing with me. This is like, I, why, why put this? This isn't about anything. Yeah. This, this is just, just me being like, I'm the freaking man. And that's just, it's dumb. I just don't, well, like, I don't like it. Sure. I've like, I've found myself too. Like there's actually a song that, um, I wrote on that's part of the batch of the new creature songs um, in like lyrically, um, you know, I felt like it was something that I really needed to get out at the time. Very cool. Um, but I mean, I wrote it like over a year ago, mm -hmm. you know, and now like, I don't feel very comfortable with it. I get what you're saying. You know what I mean? It's like, I think it was important at the time and I'm glad that I wrote it. And I think it's good. Yeah. But I don't know if it needs to be put out into the world. Interesting. So I'm very curious. I'm like, uh, like even part of me is just like, I might just like, I like the, the song musically. Yeah. It's like, I'm like, I just like, I just feel like I need to like rewrite all the words for this song. I get what you're saying. Cause it's just like, it's not, I'm like separated from because it. Because you're coming from a different place now, a year yeah, later. Totally. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? It was like, it was a song that like I wrote about like a relationship I was in falling apart. Mm -hmm. And I wrote it at the time as it was falling apart. Like, like, and like, I was in a perspective too. It was like also written from the perspective of me thinking that the relationship wouldn't end. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's still like, just like weird. Right. And now like the, the, the it's done, it's over. Not telling and, you how to live your life. And, you and, should fucking put it out. And, and things, and things are fine <laughs> now, yeah. but it's just, it feels really weird or from a personal perspective. So either I feel like I need to change it or maybe like you were saying, make it a little bit more broad, pull some of the more personal details out of it yeah. and find a way to like make the narrative of that story totally. be a little less I would also specific, right? Consider like, what's the word I'm looking for? A damning it? That's no, not that. That's definitely not the right word. Amending it. Amending. No, not really. But of You're just close. like, of like adding either like a prologue or like an epilogue. Yeah. It. Well, this, so this is the other, this is the other issue, right? Because like that song, 
that was the last song that I had written for um, the normal creature for this album. Cause mm-hmm. we had like kind of like got all this stuff together. Then we went on the drummer hunt, which is like where we are now where we're like, now we're playing shows, yeah. but I'm going to sneeze. Oh my God. <laughs> Good bless you. Bless you. We were on the, first. we were on that. Thank you. We were on that <laughs> drummer hunt. Right. Um, but <sighs> what am I saying? Oh my God. My brain. The drummer hunt. We're going to edit this. <laughs> <laughs> that rules. Uh, so. Wait, I'm catching up. So I wrote that song. Right? All right. So I wrote that song for Normal Creatures. And then we go back to me talking about that solo record that I wrote. Mm-hmm. So I started working on that solo material like right after. So some of the solo material and some of that stuff that's already been released is kind of a, about the same subject matter. Yeah. So now I don't want to release another song that's about that shit. Like, like, come on, bro. I, like, get over it. I like, it. I'm over it. It's just like, this is something like a bunch of shit that I wrote at this time period. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and yeah. now it's like, that's like not my life anymore. Right. You know, it's like, you got to make some cuts then. Yeah. You know, so I, I, I just feel like, I don't, or I don't want to, it. yeah, I don't want it to feel like, like I'm like I'm hung up on something that I'm right. not, you know, it's like, and nobody else is going to probably even analyze that in the way that I would. Yeah. It I, just doesn't, I just put the thing is like, if I have to be on stage performing this and telling people to like, listen to this, I can't confidently like perform that track or tell people, cause you're not check coming out from this the new same song. place. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, I wouldn't feel comfortable telling people to listen to that. That's that's, that all comes down to how you, you know, even if that relationship is over, you know, are you still, do you still feel in that moment? Like how you felt when you wrote it? Yeah. You know? I mean, I think the song, I think it's beautiful. I feel really, yeah. I feel really good about the, the, the lyrics. I think it worked really good, right? But it still doesn't mean the world needs to hear it. Yeah. I mean, artists definitely fall <laughs> there. You can I, tell I thought it was a good song. I, I mean, I, I, you know, I a don't good, know a good song. Is maybe a good I just song. need, to, I'm a, I'd probably try to tweak the lyrics first before completely rewriting it. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? It also kind of doesn't fit in with the rest of the album either, like thematically. Right. It is kind of a weird outlier. Yeah. Thematically. But again, who's going to pay attention to that shit? It's not like I wrote a concept album. I do love concept albums. Yeah. We try to do a concept album, but it's, it is an (laughs) undertaking. Watch the first time you perform that someone's going to be like, I see the theme and I call bullshit. (laughs) They'll just, they'll just be like, I see through the whole facade. And you'll be like, damn, I thought I got yeah. away with it. No, no, we're doing a, we're doing, it's a bit of a concept thing. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm stoked for, I'm stoked for the show. I have some silly ideas for the, for, for yeah. our live show. Love yeah. it. You have a great live show. Yeah. Thank you. Of course. Though, Ho- hopefully, hopefully, it li- hopefully it lives up to what you remember. There's, ju- there's just a lot of TLC and like you can tell and I love that shit. I'm excited to see it with uh, someone behind the kit. Yeah. Yeah. It's very cool. Yeah, I'm excited to to finally be doing it to have a band. Hell yeah, yeah, I'm stoked on it. It'll be cool. I think that um, not to keep talking about my band, but um, I'm that was that was our whole mission walking I'm, in. I'm we definitely, I'm really, really happy to be playing like a show with you guys again. Hell yeah, because yeah. that was that was like the one thing that was really cool. Like whenever I first found you guys, I was like, oh cool, there's another band that <laughs> oh, we could play yes. with. <laughs> yeah. A hundred percent. I definitely <laughs> remember that, that sense, too. Yeah. I was like, it was just like, then that's it. Then like, there hasn't been any others since, you know what I mean? We're there's not, some, I mean, there's bands alone. that we could play with. There's, Can you shout out some bands that I might not, I might not be aware uh, of? Uh, so like hip guys who do like full band hip hop, there's like, like abstract theory. Okay. Yeah. Abs- yeah. 
He'll do it. Shout out to Louie. Yeah. He'll he'll do a, a a full band on occasion. He just like I don't know. Like he he slips right in it, and it's just like he like always has it. Like I don't know, and it just like it like really uh, elevates it. He kills it with the band. Um, but like full band hip hop, like it it comes and goes. But like people are like doing it more, but not like consistently. We're like this is my band, yeah. where it's just like hey I have a show let me just get as many guys as i know who like play instruments we'll, yeah like, the- learn the set and like you can tell when that happens and it's cool like like at least you're putting in like that kind of effort but when you see someone who's like oh these guys like like they're like a unit you can just tell and like, yeah it's right. it's magic there is a lot of coming and going now that i think about it like there's a lot of artists that will play with a full full project and then you'll see them at the next show and it's just them. Mm-hmm. There's not, I, I don't know why that never clicked into my brain, but there's a lot of artists in Pittsburgh that, that go that route. It's a or lot they, of or they move to keep a band together. Yeah, yeah it is. For yeah, sure. for sure. <laughs> and like, like you, if you're the guy who's got the band that comes and goes, like you can get more opportunities, which is great. Yeah. Cause like you're more of like a fluid performer. Whereas like we, like if like we're stuck with each one other, one of us can't do the show. We're not doing the show. Yeah, so like it's just yeah. how it is. Yeah, so that, like you have to make a lot more sacrifices. But like the I don't know the the skill set I got out of it was a hundred percent worth it. Yeah, that was a, a hard decision that I decided to make whenever because there was a while where it was like I would do shows as Sykes and shows as Sykes and the New Violence and I would do some of the same songs and sometimes you know it might just be me mm. sometimes it might just be me and Mandy sometimes it was the whole band like it would it'd be a mix of things and I just kind of made a call where it's like I don't want to do this anymore because I don't like people to see like a half version of what this is sure, supposed right. to be You're right. you know so that was one it was like I'm going to completely get rid of the name. Like we're going to give it a band name, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, and it is a band now I, I and I will not play these name. songs. Oh, thanks. Yeah, of course. I, like, yeah. I know that I've been giving you a lot of confidence. Don't you're very kind, head, but I do love that name. Very, man, very, very kind for sure. Yes. Don't, don't get carried away. <laughs> Where is it? <laughs> um, Sue, so, You've all grown up now. Well, You're all big boys. We we are trying to. <laughs> In some way, shape, or form. There's a conscious effort to try to grow up. Yeah. So what do you... So, okay, actually, with all of that being said, kind of rewinding for a moment, because we were talking about, like, lyrical things and stuff like that. I don't know if we ever finally, like, fully touched on, like, what you're thinking about, like, writing, like, now in terms of like in that how has like your life shift like motivated like the way that you're writing I'm, aside from like trying not to be too egotistical or <laughs> no any i get of that it. sort of no, stuff i so like that shift is more what i'm like writing about of just like like really like coming to terms with like certain things accepting certain things that's the same exact thing i just said <laughs> uh like being honest about like what I want and what I wanted uh, and as well as like doing like I want the songs to be less like 
our old stuff was just a lot of like, like I, I'm trying to write l less verses and more songs. Mm. And that, and when that switch kind of happened, it really like changed how I approach writing. And like, I was always very like, like the like economy of words was like always important to me, but now especially, and I'm just, I'm more like, not that I'm not proud of the old stuff, but I'm so proud of the like new stuff just because of like, like just like you can see the growth. Like I think people will hear the new stuff, whoever listens to it. If, if they heard the old stuff, they'd be like, oh, like they, like something changed. And like, I just, I'm excited about that more than anything and talking about what caused like that change. As a writer, you know, I find myself, I think in like overanalyze like everything that I write, mm -hmm. which I mean, we pretty much just had like a five minute conversation about <laughs> that. Right. But, and like, I'm not the type of like, off the cuff freestyle no, type I'm guy, not either. you know, like, and like, I, I, I could kind of see that in you, you right. know, like, I think that we both have friends that are very like probably mutual friends that are much just like, just get in front of a mic, do whatever. Oh, it yeah. sounds so cool. <laughs> it's part of their attitude. Yeah. And it's like, well, come so, on, man, get on. And so, it's just like, bro, I got to like, I have to have like a therapy session with myself every time I think about writing anything. A hundred percent. And like, there's just like, there's dudes who like, like, like you said, like, like that's who they are. And it's so sick. That is not who I am. And if I did it, you'd be like, get him out of here. <laughs> who gave this kid a microphone? Yeah. <laughs> you know, but it's, it's, it's interesting though, too, because it's like, I find myself like, connecting more ultimately with like people that are like telling stories that I can tell it took them some time to get it together. Right. You know, and I like, love and the like, effort and people, people engage with music in different ways. It's like really interesting. Like there are like friends that I have even outside of hip hop, other like metal bands and things like that. And like they can write songs super fucking crank quick. Them out. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, it's cool that you can do that. And I don't mean to sound like a dick, but I can also kind of tell that you guys put that sure. entire song together in a week. Or it's right. like, it's like, yeah, you have new songs, but it's like, it just feels there's no care. Sometimes right, you can right. hear it. I can tell that your songs to you are not as precious as my songs are to me, which is totally fine. And, and I'm not saying you, I'm saying just like, I get you in general, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> that was but, an attack. No, <laughs> Right at the finish line, suck a dick. <laughs> um, no, but like, and like, I like when I can tell someone like they like they really cared about this, like start right. to finish. It was a really like like there's they love this piece of art that they made, and, that, and I think that like when that shows, that just it just it makes a giant difference. And if you if you appreciate music in that way, you can tell when somebody's putting their soul out there. Like you can see when artists, bands, anything, assembly line, their, their work. Yeah. Like, and I'm sure you've seen people operate in a way where it's something is written over the weekend and they do that nine more times and there's their album. Yeah. You know, and there's nothing wrong with that. If you write that way, that's fucking cool. But, uh, 
you, you can tell when someone's heart and soul is in it. Yeah. No matter it, it, what. It's, it's interesting too, because I think different people have like different values or different like meanings of what like art or creative expression is to yeah. them. And like, yeah, I guess I've just always been like very much like, it's like, I'm almost somebody that is like more obsessed with the process than the end result. Yeah. And there's a lot of people that are just like, I just need to get to the end result. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm all foreplay, baby. You know, like, <laughs> I, <laughs> I ain't worried about the finish line, but some right. people are just like, I need to come now. And that's <laughs> all I care about. Amen, sister. Amen. <laughs> I don't know why I had to word it that way, but you know what I'm saying? Worth it. <laughs> so, yes. I mean, with all of that being said, I really look forward to hearing the new Back Alley Sound album in about yeah, four years. I was going to say what four years. years. <laughs> four years. No, I hope that you can get something out before the show. Yeah, we're trying. Yeah, and who knows? knows? I mean, and so this this podcast is actually going to be dropping the week of the show. It might be there as far as the scheduling goes. So yeah. uh, it, I probably, if I had my shit together, I would have been saying, come to the show this weekend. <laughs> but, you know, at the moment, it is November 19th when we're recording this. Right. But it's going to be out the week of the show. So maybe there is a song out now. Maybe, maybe not. Well, yeah. if there is, if there is, go check it out. I will, um, I, I will, I'll probably record a little extra stinger at the beginning of this. All right. I don't even know. If, why did I say stinger? stinger? Is that what they like call it? it? Stinger. Uh, a bumper? <laughs> bumper? Pass. I don't see nothing wrong with a little bump and grind. <laughs> As a wise man once said. <laughs> As a very wise man. Actually, I don't... Did R. Kelly do bump and grind? Yes. Okay. Uh, well, not a wise, not a wise man. man. Never mind. <laughs> Never made it as a wise man. Couldn't cut it as R. Kelly. <laughs> we got him. <laughs> but maybe oh, there's a, maybe fuck. there's maybe there's a new normal creature song and a new back alley song for you to check out. Yeah, I will let you know at the beginning of this episode, and you can listen to this in hindsight and laugh because <laughs> a lot of the time this is this is a good a good thing is uh we're just rolling with it. We really don't know what's going on. No, I, I, I try I try to put it out there that uh. It may seem like my life is very organized and well put together. It's not. I am flying by the seat of my pants all the time. Most of the time, if you see me doing something that was productive, it may seem like I'm doing a lot at once. I'm not. I probably scrambled <laughs> for like two weeks to get or two hours beforehand to get this podcast out all the fucking time. Every time, like there's been so many episodes this season that I've recorded. Like I record everything well in advance. Right. And then I get caught up. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh God, tomorrow's Wednesday. Oh no. So right. I'm like, you know, I'm like Dude, up till God. two in the morning, like editing the episode and <laughs> uploading it. But uh, that's probably going to be the case of what happens here. Cause I'm going to be right. busy putting together the fantastic live show that you're all gonna, the only way you're going to see is if you come to the show. Well, hi to future Sykes. Thank you for editing this. We really appreciate you. And when you're scrambling at two in the morning, just remember, you know, we did it to ourselves. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. We're so sorry. We're so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate you guys coming on to, to chat today. Thank I'm you. excited to hear the new stuff. I'm excited to Same. see you guys. I'm excited to hang out. Hell yeah. yeah. Uh, right I got you. And huge, huge, huge shout outs to the guys from Dream the Heavy 4. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. It's funny. We're talking all this shit about, uh, you know, having a hard time finding opportunities. And I know. Playing and in real guys, venues. And meanwhile, these guys are giving us an opportunity of their heart. Yeah. Yeah, they're giving us an opportunity to not only play a show together, but to play a show together in a, a very, show. very nice space. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so shout outs to dream. The they're Heavy. great. 
Join that clap, that applause. Yes. Thank you. was with Dream the Heavy. I already recorded it. So, uh, well, shout out for to a professional guy, shout out. Paul and TK. Yeah. Thanks, guys. And thank you for being on the show. Thanks for having Thanks us. For having Hell us. yeah. So, um, with all of that being said, I guess it's outro time. I don't have the outro music on here. Why not? We can pretend. I'll just, I'll put it in later. <laughs> and, uh, well, you know, that is all, folks. Thanks so much for being here. Again, be sure to come out to the show this weekend <laughs> at Mr. Small's Theater if you are in the Pittsburgh area. Uh, I will be back again next week with another episode. Same time, same place, same channel. You know the drill. My name is Brian Sykes Howe. Start the Beat is the podcast. Take care of yourselves. Take care of the people around you. Peace. And we did it. That's a podcast. Goodbye. Fuck yeah. I got to pee right now. Oh, you <laughs> Me too. Mom's are so funny. I had to piss too. <laughs> like the last 15 minutes, I was like, oh no. Oh no. We'll be right back.